I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. My name is Peter Apple and it is Wednesday, May 17th, and I got you for two MLB best bets today. But Not Gambling Advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JustBaseball when you download for a full instant deposit match on the best daily fantasy app. Let's do a quick recap of yesterday because it was so friggin' lame. We cashed our early game, pushed the second, and lost the final game. Brandon Williamson went from a guy with no command in the minors to Randy Johnson at Coors Field. Honestly, tip your cap, right? What a performance. Of course, though, the Rockies decided to hit a home run in the sixth inning. Great. Thanks a lot, Colorado. I'm so pissed off at the Phillies. They went 1-for-11 with runners in scoring position last night. 1-for-11. They got Alex Cobb out of the game in the fourth inning and still only mustered three runs. Kyle Schwarber hit a home run in the top of the ninth inning, which was such a tease as the whole game ended at seven runs, so we lost on the hook. We barely lost anything last night, right? We went down .05 units on our game picks, but it could have been a full sweep if we got the balls to bounce our way. But that was yesterday. But the great part about baseball is there is always tomorrow, which is today, which I have two picks that I put in last night, and the line movement is in favor on both. Let's have a day. So if you are subscribed, and this is something I want to touch on quickly, if you're subscribed to my dub club, you got Marlins versus Nationals over seven and a half. And that was honestly a bad pick by me because I thought that it would quickly move up to eight, but instead of moving up to eight, it actually went down. So what I did was I cashed out of it. So I sent another message to my subscribers. Um, I put the message on Pickett as well. But if you're just listening to this podcast now and didn't see that message or didn't see it on Pickett, I cashed out of Marlins versus Nationals over seven and a half. I still think there's a chance that it goes over. My model still says it goes over. I didn't like the line movement, and to me, it felt too good to be true. But these two picks shouldn't be too good to be true. They just should be good. And our straight plays record this year is 62 and 49 plus 8.63 units. And again, I'm using BetMGM lines this year. There's a link in the episode description uh, for a risk free $1,000 bet. You can also use code JBFANS if you're betting on MLB. Wager $10 on any MLB money line and receive $100 once the bet is settled. And of course, we are brought to you by Prize Picks. And of course, all prop entries will be on Prize Picks. There's a link in the episode description for a 100% deposit match. Let's get to it. Angels versus Orioles at 6.35 p.m. Eastern. We're traveling to Camden Yards to watch Griffin Canning versus Kyle Bradish on the mound. We cashed the first five over yesterday, but now it's time to go the, in the other direction. This isn't a flashy pitching matchup, but Canning and Bradish can be effective in this spot. So Griffin Canning is not a great pitcher, but he's not as bad as his 6-3-8 ERA would indicate. All of his ERA estimators point to positive regression, whether that be his 5-2-5 X ERA, 5-1-0 FIP, or 4-6-5 X FIP. He's throwing his fastball harder than ever, and his slider spin rate has risen from 2021. He's coming off back-to-back rough starts against the Astros and the Cardinals. The ERA over these past two starts was 11.41, but the FIP was 6.65 and the XFIP was 5.23. This tells me he got a tad unlucky in both starts, and I think he reverts to the mean today. I spoke about the Orioles being an average offense this year against right-handed pitching, but I don't think they did all that well against Chase Silseth, who was down, who is a downgrade to Canning. 
They rank 18th in WRC Plus and 17th in OPS against right-handed pitchers. I don't think Canning dominates, but I think five innings of two-run ball is plenty in order. Interestingly, his earned run prop, which is at 2.5, is juiced towards the under at minus 130. The Orioles are very good. Why would his earned run prop be juiced towards the under after allowing 11 runs in his past two starts? I know why, because he's going under that today. Kyle Bradish earned run prop is heavily juiced towards the under at minus 160 for a reason. Bradish is another pitcher whose ERA does not tell the full story. It's not egregious, but every ERA estimator has him under a 4.56 ERA. He posted a 4.31 XERA at 4.36 FIP and a 4.08 XFIP. His slider and curveball are above average pitches, but the issue has been his fastball. Clearly, both the Orioles and Bradish know his shortcomings with the fastball. That's why the usage is dropping and the results are following. He started the year off poorly by throwing too many fastballs. I've watched his past two starts and he's looked so much better with these changes. He tossed 11 innings and allowed four earned runs against the Pirates and the Braves. I'm not saying he's going to dominate a solid Angels lineup, but I just don't see more than two runs from him through five innings. Last night's game was a nice rest for quality bullpen arms. The only arms most likely unavailable are Brian Baker for the Orioles and Andrew Wants of the Angels. The Orioles' bullpen is elite. And when Estevez and Moore are available for the Angels, they can be effective. The weather conditions are not nearly the same as yesterday. Canyon Yards had 10 mile an hour winds blowing straight out with warmer temperatures. Today, stronger winds are blowing straight in between 10 to 15 miles an hour. The wind has done a complete 180 and we have a better pitching matchup than yesterday. The model also likes this line closer to eight runs. We have two straight games of the overhitting in this series. It's time for an under. Give me the Orioles versus the Angels under nine at minus 105. It's 1.05 units to win one unit. Our next game is the Cleveland Guardians versus Chicago White Sox at 8.10 p.m. Eastern. We're going to travel to Guaranteed Rate Field to watch Peyton Battlefield take on Mike Clevenger on the mound. I honestly wanted to bet the Guardians today, but with Jose Ramirez being placed on the bereavement list on Tuesday, I'm not totally sold on the Guardians scoring much today, so that's why I landed on the under. Peyton Battenfield is a very interesting arm. We've talked about him before and actually been profitable in his starts. His secondary offerings are getting plenty of swings and misses, but he's allowing a lot of hard contact. The only thing that concerns me is his hard hit rate, which is at 50%, which has led to his 5.38 XERA compared to his XFIP and FIP. The FIP and XFIP agree with me. He's not that bad. He has a 4.46 FIP and a 4.56 XFIP. Those numbers aren't great, but don't point to massive negative regression. However, hard contact should not be an issue today. The White Sox clear better split is against lefties. They rank 22nd in baseball against right-handers in WRC Plus and in OPS. They also rank 24th in hard hit rate against righties. I mean, there's 30 teams in Major League Baseball. So the downfall of Battenfield is also what the White Sox struggle with. The Guardians offense is just not good right now. Their worst split is against lefties, but they just aren't hitting anyone. They rank dead last in hard hit rate against right-handed pitching, tied for dead last in WRC Plus and second to last in OPS. If we just look at the month of May, they have a 58 WRC Plus. That is 42% below league average. That's just horrible. Mike Clevenger will get to face the struggling offense today. Clevenger has faced the Guardians a few times in his career, and it's gone extremely well from a quality of contact lens. Through 38 plate appearances against the Guardians' current roster, he's rocking a 139 opponent batting average, a 226x Woba, and a 297 expected slug. Those are elite numbers. 
The Guardians still have one of baseball's best bullpens, and most of the quality arms will be available. The White Sox have bullpen has not been good whatsoever, but at least they have their best arms available today. The Guardians' offense has been so bad, and it's without their best hitter, so I'm not too worried about the White Sox bullpen today. Guaranteed rate field saw the wind blowing out to left yesterday, but today the wind is blowing west to east, which tends to knock balls out of the air unless they are truly crushed. But these two teams' lack of quality contact should keep the ball in the yard today, and the model has this at 7.5, showing plenty of value. Yesterday's game went over. This time, it's going under. Give me the Guardians versus the White Sox under 9 runs at minus 110. It's 1.1 units to win 1 unit. Little bit of a shorter slate today. Again, I had to cash out of that Marlins versus Nationals over. Didn't like it. Got the heebie-jeebies. Sometimes you get the heebie-jeebies and you got to stay off it. Uh, but I do appreciate everybody listening. We hit 200 episodes yesterday. This is episode 201. Hopefully, we've been enjoying, again, not really a rough day yesterday. Just kind of a lame, middling, shitty day from an emotional perspective. But that's the great thing about bouncing back. We have today got these two picks. And be sure to tune into our Twitch stream at 4.30 p.m. Eastern where we go over all the games um, from multiple different cappers. But we ha still have to remember, it's not gambling advice.